0: To cars and plastic surgery, yeah. fuck my hair, New York, go New York, New York, New York, go New York, go New York, go, go New York, Fuck go New York, go go in the finals <laughs> love New York, New York, New York, New Oh my goodness, you got to love them. They're feeling themselves after, I don't know if that was just after yesterday's dramatic victory where the Miami Heat fell to the New York Knicks in New York, 112-103, I'm not sure. Saw that on my way to, uh, to GameStop, picked up Tears of the Kingdom, no delay, no line. We're being facetious or, pay or opaque or whatever the case may be. I want to get in and out of the podcast very quickly. It is midnight. I'm tired. I want to play a little bit of Tears of the Kingdom. Going to put in my, uh, my earbuds. Going to put in my earbuds. And instead of using my Nintendo Switch's speakers, which are pretty good, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let me like, pop in the, uh, the earbuds. Let me turn them on. Why not? I've been talking about buying a Nintendo Switch for two or three, maybe four weeks. Got it today. I'm not going to lie to you. The only time that I was ever using a Nintendo Switch Lite, which I did buy and I only and I bought the only one that any human being should ever buy. I bought the purple one that's also blue. Nintendo calls it blue, but it's really purple or technically it's indigo. Indigo. Regardless, <clears throat> it's sitting over there. Charging the charging cable isn't long enough for it to get to me. So, I'm having to... Having to, uh... To freaking, you know, wait on it. Let me see.
1: Still charging. You know what? Hold on. You know what I hate sometimes about
0: some of these consoles? Just very basic stuff. Like, for example a battery percentage in the top right i i don't know what the battery is at except i get the bar that is sometimes accurate it is sometimes inaccurate it is obnoxious it is ridiculous that this is the way that i can determine uh, whether or not <clears throat> whether or not um i'm like close to having my battery die on me or not but it's it's almost charged i guess let me say this uh First kind of thoughts with the Nintendo Switch Lite, unless you're getting an OLED, I have no idea why you would ever get one of the big boy Nintendo Switches ever again, and let me just check, oh yeah, got the new, uh, got the new software, got new everything for Breath of the Wild, let me put it back on its charger so that way I can play it whenever I want to, give
1: me two seconds, hold on.
0: sorry about that. If you don't know what a Nintendo Switch Lite is, it is a handheld video gaming console that's like cheaper and a little bit scaled back and bare bones uh, versus the base Nintendo Switch, but it's better. And the reason why it's better is because A, uh, the buttons are better. I don't know what Joy-Con buttons are made out of, but that Switch's buttons are better. The D-pad is better. So much better because it's an actual D-pad instead of whatever monstrosity is on Joy-Cons. The form factor to me is just better. I mean, I get it if you have large hands, but I don't have large hands. I don't need this large console in my hand to play these video games. And as much as the screen brightness, or not the screen brightness, the screen is better on the OLED Switch, which it is for sure... It's like you can do things to make the Nintendo Switch Lite screen actually good, and it's light. It's small, it's compact, it's exactly what I want today. I got a case for it. It's over on my desk, I'm too tired to stand up. I'm like, it's an awesome console. And to think that it's going to be able to freaking, I still can't believe that it can actually like play The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Cannot believe that. Super stoked on it. Super stoked on it. Oh gosh. But I'm tired. I want to get the podcast going. It's one o'clock in the morning. Just as I predicted. Or not even I predicted, but just as I said on the podcast, I think on Tuesday, I was like, <clears throat> look, they are um they being my GameStop is gonna have like a midnight release, which they did have. And in by a midnight release, I mean they actually released it at midnight. And so I had to wait like 10 minutes because I got there at like 11.50 to get my freaking game and then they were giving out quizzes and pop quizzes. But you know what? It was worth it. Do you want to know why it was worth it? Because of the interaction with the people there. As cheesy and as corny as it is, it was worth it, I must admit. Because he was... I'll say the reason why I like the customer interaction, the reason why I said... That it was worth it and why I say it, it, it was and is worth it is because he was excited for me and
1: everyone else to get our video games.
0: And it's just like, how could I, like, how could I not be a, how could I not appreciate that excitement for me and for everyone else who was online? And I don't even know if he played it. He probably did because he was like one of the main guys at GameStop, so it wouldn't be like that big of a surprise to me if he had if he had uh, <clears throat> if he had played it. But it doesn't matter. We got it, I got it, I'm stoked, I'm tired, I haven't played it yet at all, but I am I am very, very excited. But I'm also very tired. I said so on Tuesday, I'm like and, and something came up Friday, or for Friday. I got something to do in, like, the afternoon and in the morning. So it's, like, more likely than not, I may or may not be able to get to it till like, Saturday. But I'm sleeping in. I don't even know if I'm going to work out. I don't know. We'll see. But it's, like, I want to fucking play Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom. I may get in 20, 30, 40 minutes. We'll see. It's, like, I got to run tomorrow, but I'm so exhausted.
1: Hmm, well, that's not what
0: you want to hear. You want to hear what's going on in the world of sports. So let me, let me drop it on you. Let me put it on you. Huge, huge, huge NBA stuff. Unfortunately happening tomorrow. We're not going to cover it. We're going to listen to some albums and some music. But huge news, huge just games happened on Wednesday. Miami went down to the Knicks. Didn't expect it because Miami, uh, Miami, to me, has kind of reigned control, full control over this game or this series, excuse me, for the most part. And I was a bit shocked to see that Miami was uh, was going to lose this game to the Knicks. And that little clip, that snippet, was essentially, I think, directly after the loss yesterday. So, I mean, it's hot, it's fresh. That bitterness, that anger, that passion that New York Knicks fans have had for decades because the team has sucked for decades since Dan Gilbert has gotten there. It's like they're finally in the playoffs. They're finally potentially going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. If they can beat the Miami Heat, I don't think so. I hope they never win a championship. And the reason why is they will burn that city to the ground. I mean, they are worse than Philadelphia Eagle fans. Or Philly, not even Eagle fans, just Philly fans. They're worse. The insanity that New Yorkers have just for the Knicks. They didn't get up this way for for football. They couldn't give a damn if the if the Giants. They're they're just like, oh, you know, the Giants. They won another Super Bowl. Who cares? But the Knicks. If the Knicks win it in the mecca of basketball, if the Knicks win a championship, I mean, goodness, you can't you you cannot escape from the turmoil from the destruction. From the freaking abomination that will occur when the Knicks win the championship. Which is why I'm like, I love New York City, but I fear for that city if the Knicks win a championship. Lakers going down to the Warriors isn't a surprise, especially with Anthony Davis potentially getting concussed. That's not a shock to me at all. I was like, if the Lakers can win it, hey, great for them. If they can't win it, they get another home game in Los Angeles. Who cares? You know, if people are going to freak out about this game, oh, 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 oh Lakers, oh, oh, Lakers lost to the Warriors. Warriors got up for the Lakers. Draymond was uh, was super productive. Draymond was really, really awesome. Warriors were able to close it out. And again, Anthony Davis went down yesterday for the Lakers. It's just like, maybe he can play, maybe he can't. We'll see what happens. Don't want to hear people be like, oh, the Lakers, they lost. And it's just, who cares? Nobody cares. I don't care.
1: Warriors though against the Lakers. Craig
0: game for the Warriors. Going back to Los Angeles tomorrow. Technically today because it's early Friday morning. Going back to Los Angeles tomorrow. I think the Lakers probably take it. I think they can potentially take it without Anthony Davis. LeBron is gonna have to essentially, and Nick Wright was talking about it earlier today. He was like, LeBron's gonna essentially have to give you like a great performance, you know, 35 like seven assists, like 10-plus rebounds, something like that. He's going to have to give you a lot, but it's doable. It's doable. Can they do it? We will see tomorrow. Is it happening late? Yeah, it's happening at 10 o'clock. Of course it is. Of course it is. What happened today, 76ers beat, or excuse me, lost to the Celtics in a closeout game in Philly, by the way. God, man, I can only imagine. I mean, technically speaking, they're not going. I was about to say I can't imagine the vitriol that the 76ers fans would give to the 76ers. But in reality, the closeout game will be played in Boston, so it won't even matter their feelings. Here's the thing about these two teams. I talked about it a little bit on Tuesday. I was like, look, I just I don't think that either one of these two teams can beat the Warriors, the Nuggets, or the Lakers. And so if either one of these two teams is in the NBA Finals, they 1,000% will not win the NBA Finals. I don't even consider the, I was about to say Cleveland Cavaliers, but the New York Knicks to be a contender, but maybe the Heat. Maybe the Heat, I mean, it's probably going to be the Heat against the Celtics and the 76ers, but I've talked about it. I just dislike both of these teams in the sense of they just let each other just freaking into this series. This probably should have been a 4-5 game series. In favor to me of Boston. They let James Harden pop off. They let Joel Embiid come back. They let Joel Embiid get his feet underneath him. And bada bing bada boom. You know you find yourself in a 2-3 in a hole going back to, to Philly. And then the 76ers are like oh wait the, the Celtics are kind of choking this series away. So let, we, we now got to choke it out as well. It's absurd but this was the series that i was like i was interested in potentially the most because i thought that potentially one of the uh the two teams i mean this series and the lakers of course versus the warriors but the celtics and the 76ers to me felt like one of those teams was going to win it this year and uh neither and god help you if they lose in boston oh my god i remember the just the freaking depression that had hit the boston celtics fans when it looked like they were going to be eliminated going back to philly and i i just cannot believe just the negative energy that will come out of that arena if they lose to the uh to the seven, to the freaking 76ers at home again
1: oh my god nightmare
0: it's a nightmare 76ers i don't know who's going to win it i mean maybe the 76ers but god man god are they kind of a disgrace? Should have closed it out today. It was 95-86. It wasn't really even that close, to be honest with you. Ames Harden had 13 points. I mean, playoff James, man, rears his ugly head again. Goes from having like 40-point games to now he's like, oh, 13 points. Terrible day. Speaking of terrible day for an all-time great player, Kevin Durant, wow, 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 wow. Heartbreak, terrible game, Uh, just damages his legacy that, once again, outside of Golden State, outside of these loaded basketball teams, and I'm ironically enough watching his press conference now, outside of these absolutely loaded basketball teams, Kevin Durant cannot seem to, I mean, be competitive in the playoffs. Going back to Brooklyn, going back, going currently here to the, uh, the Phoenix Suns, I mean, hell, we can even say all the way back 10 years ago, all the way back to Oklahoma City, Russell Westbrook was on that team. James Harden was on that team. Two of the greatest scorers literally ever on his team. Couldn't figure it out. Could not figure it out. And, I mean, this just speaks to Stephen Curry's greatness because for a hot minute I thought that, I thought just like everybody because I was going with the trends, that Kevin Durant was a better basketball player than LeBron James, and it's just like, oh, no, 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 no. Steph is just making him look that way. KD is a great player, but man, oh man, he just, boy, he is just not. He's just not a guy that can carry a franchise. He just cannot at all. I thought that he could do it with Brooklyn when Kyrie and James and and James were both gone. When Kyrie was like hurt and James was like traded or whatever, I thought that maybe he could do it then. But no, I mean, he just. He showed back then and even now that he just cannot carry that team and they needed him tonight in a fucking closeout game and he was shooting like 10% from the field. He finished the game with 23 points. Sure, fine, but, I mean, it was a it was a disgusting 23 points. It was just like, I mean, he's got to do better. He's got to play better than that. Cameron Payne had 31 points. This is worse than the Luka Doncic game last year, the closeout game for Luka, where Luka – is like smiling at Devin Booker in Phoenix. I mean Devin Booker had 12 points tonight. Ow. Ow.
1: Suns go down and
0: they go down in a ball of flames, one twenty-five-one hundred. Oof. Man, it was bloody. That was a bloody disgusting basketball game that they couldn't get out of. They ben- they like I think they bench Katie in like the second not the second but like the third quarter at the end of the third quarter. We just like Jesus Christ guys. Got to figure some of that shit out. Well, looks like it'll probably be the Nuggets versus the Lakers, and I think the Lakers will take the uh, the series here in five maybe six. I mean it's pretty much what's go- what it's going to be here with the Lakers where or excuse me, the Warriors were, and the Grizzlies, right? Where it's just like, the Lakers will steal a game. They'll steal and they'll get back home court advantage and then they'll run away with the lead. And it's just like, people may or may not freak out about the Lakers winning or losing um, game five against the Nuggets. They'll, they'll be like, oh, we should worry. Or they'll be smart and be like, "They have, they still have home field advantage and, uh Lakers haven't they haven't lost uh they've only lost one game in the playoffs here at home, so check it. Check uh just make sure you're all right. You're right with that. But Lakers, ma'am, they're in full control over the uh over the wars in my opinion, and I think they're gonna do the exact same thing. They're gonna take full control over the uh the nuggets when they face off against them. I'm a little bit tired. God, there's only been 18 minutes
1: that passed. Jesus Christ.
0: Today was a huge day for the NFL. It was schedule release. For some horrifying reason, the NFL is like, look, guys, we're going to have a three hour long TV show about. The schedule and the release of the schedule. For some stupid and horrifying reason. And that's our plan. And I'm re-watching like the highlight. Shout out to Colleen Wolf. Can you believe that Colleen Wolf is 40 years? I don't know what these girls are drinking. But god damn. Colleen Wolf Is almost 40. Or she is 40. Yeah, she's almost 40. She's 38 years old. She looks like she doesn't look 40 out of, not 40. She doesn't look 30. She looks like she's 22 to like 23. Like there's just, there's just no way that she can look that good and be, I don't want to say that old, but be like older. It's like, it's, it's the same thing with some of these other reporters. Like Carissa Thompson is, is the same. Carissa Thompson is 41 years old. She does not look 41 years old. Aaron Andrews, she's been around for a long ass time. She's 45. That's impossible. That's
1: impossible. And it's a bit ridiculous.
0: And then it's like Kay Adams because Kay was Kay Adams was at the Lakers game and then everybody was thirsting over her. Uh, every everybody on Twitter at the very least was like thirsting over her or whatever. And it's like Kay Adams is like in her mid-30s. Excuse me, late 30s. She's 37 years old. It's like all of these women look like they're in their late 20s, not almost early 40s. It's fucking insane how great some of these women look. I don't even know why. Why? Oh, I, I was like, I don't even know what, where we even like, why I even, like, uh, got to this point, and then I was like, oh, yeah, uh, Colin Wolf was just on my TV show, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, she looks like she's 23, anyways, NFL release their schedules today, uh, I saw the Chargers one, which was hilarious, I saw the the Tennessee Titans one, where they had kind of a man on the street, or a woman on the street, just asking fans, or not even fans, but just random people questions, and uh, I was I was laughing my ass off when they got to the Colts and people constantly mistake them for the Cowboys. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. It's prime quality content. And then meanwhile, it's like the Dallas Cowboys. I don't even know what their schedule release was. It was so stupid. I was just like, guys, this is supposed to be funny. You guys are like, they, like last year, they had this like cringy Stephen A. Smith one where they like uh, pose they like they like have Stephen A. Smith read the the list or whatever, and then they like fake it as if like Jerry Jones edits the uh, the schedule to make it look as if Stephen A. Smith is like saying positive things about the Cowboys. It's cringy as fuck. Oh man, it was so fucking cringy. I'm like, guys, get some better fucking content, honestly, man. Jesus fucking Christ.
1: Anyways, but I'm tired. We'll talk about, though. God, I'm like looking at some of the Cowboy stuff on Twitter. I got to get this off my screen.
0: I'm like, I got to get this off my screen. Anyways, schedule release happened today. I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the schedule, some of the releases, some of the games that are going on things of that nature. And the first team that we'll start off with is none other than the underachieving uh, Dallas Cowboys. Last 20 years, a couple of playoff wins, like three, I think, three, four, something like that. One, One of them was this year. No championship appearances, no Super Bowl appearances, no Super Bowl victories. Love the Cowboys, huge Cowboy fan. It will be a very interesting year for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, love Dak. Dak had a mess season last season in some stretches. In other stretches, he was like the best. He was like easily a top five, maybe not the best. He's like a top five guy at his position and it will be very interesting to see Dak Prescott play this year because to me the reason why the Cowboys lost in the playoffs this year or technically last year and the reason why they lost in the year before that was because of Dak Prescott like Dak didn't play well in those last two games against the 49ers and the reality of the situation is is that Dallas's defense has like finally caught up to their offense in the sense of their offense has been one of the best it's been like in my opinion a top 10 for about seven years on and off like seven years on and off been top 10 and I think the last two years it's been great in the regular season not really so great in the postseason and Dak has had some injuries here and there and he's been banged up and he definitely was last year and he he was weird last year just threw a lot of interceptions also had some really really bad deflections et cetera, et etc cetera. but Dak Dak needs to win I'm not one of those people that was like, Dak has only won one playoff game and he sucks and he needs to win more. It's just like, well, Lamar has also won one playoff game, but they're fine. Let's ignore that. But Dak, I want to see him do well. I want to see him perform at the highest of levels and I want to see him win. I want to see him win.
1: Will he though? We
0: will see. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys schedule. So they play up against the NFC West and the AFC East this year. Dallas does. Dallas opens the year in New Jersey against the New York Giants or whatever they wherever they play. It's not New York City. It's outside of it in MetLife Stadium on Sunday night football. This is like the first time in 11 years that Sunday night football has been played in week 1 at that stadium, which is a huge deal. Usually whenever networks want big ratings, they just put the Cowboys and the Giants on in Dallas though. Huge huge weekend for both teams. I think the Cowboys freaking beat the snot out of the Giants. I like I just I don't think there's enough here. I think Dallas is just an overall better constructed football team and I think the Giants will probably come to regret paying Daniel Jones all of that money. I just don't believe in Daniel Jones at all, and I'm shocked. That they were just like, yep, $40 million. I'm like, no. No, 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 no.
1: Jets, now, by the
0: way, hold on. Tip for, like, graphics department people, say when and where. Or not when and where, but, like, have the where of where these teams are gonna be playing, right? Because I have like the Cowboy schedule or I had it on Twitter and they whoever like I was on uh I was on somebody's like account and they didn't freaking they didn't freaking put like are they home, are they away, things of that nature and I was just like just be normal, be cool. Put the home and away games up. Hold on. Okay, Dallas goes up against the Giants week one, Jets week two, Aaron is there, I don't know how good Aaron Rodgers is, I don't, I don't think he's that good at this point in his career, and Colin Coward said something interesting, I mean, he's been saying it for months on end, and that interesting thing that he has been saying is, Aaron Rodgers doesn't play well with young players, and so... I, I I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's BS, right? That's BS. It's like, how bad can he play? And he's just like, pretty freaking bad, especially if he doesn't trust you. It's why all of those former Green Bay Packer wide receivers are now New York Jets because Aaron was like, I want them on my team I, and I want to play with them and you can't stop me. Get me my guys. And then the Jets were like, we will. And so it'll be quite interesting because even though he's not a Green Bay Packer, He is the reason why the Dallas Cowboys have had very, very little success in the postseason over the last decade with Tony Romo almost 10 years ago and that god-awful helmet, or not helmet catch, excuse me, but the Dez Bryant catch was ruled not a catch by the NFL referees because the NFL referees are terrible officials. But Aaron will be very, very interesting here. Going up, I'm tired. I'm not going to do all of the schedules. And I'm certainly not going to do all the Dallas Cowboys schedules. I'm just going to fast forward because then I'm going to be out here and like. Give me a hard 10 minutes. I'll I'll give you 10 minutes. Dallas's schedule among and I said that I was going to individually break down every single team. I'm not going to do that. I'll say this about Dallas's schedule, right? First four weeks, they go up against Giants, Jets, Cardinals, Patriots. I think that's three wins there. Three to two wins. Maybe you get shredded by the Jets. Maybe you lose to the Cardinals. You know, I don't think they lose to the Giants or the Patriots. They're way too far, far behind for me. But like maybe, I mean, they, they probably won't even lose up against the Cardinals if I'm 100% honest with you because the Cardinals, they've kind of gutted their entire roster and they're trying to move on from, uh, from DeAndre Hopkins. So we'll kind of see what happens there. But Jets, Cardinals, I don't think it's going to happen. Or excuse me, I think those are the only two losses. Next four weeks, 49ers, Chargers, Rams, and Eagles. I mean, you can go one 3 three, zero and four, two and two. Probably one of the hardest stretches of their schedule I've ever seen in my entire life, where you have four playoff teams, all of them in the, all of them like interestingly kind of hanging around uh, their conferences. I mean, the 49ers and the Eagles. Played in the NFC conference game, so that should be like a huge, like, blaring red flag. And then you got the Chargers who are, in my opinion, a little bit overrated. But that's because of the coaching, in my opinion. But they have great players overall. We'll see what happens there. That's on October 16th. Is that, like, what is that? Is that Thursday night or is that Friday night? What is that? That is a October
1: 16th. It's
0: Sunday. No, it's Monday. It's Monday, my bad. It's it's a Monday night game. You go up against the Chargers, and then the Rams. We don't really know what's going on with the Rams. Maybe the Rams are back. Maybe they aren't. I don't know. I'm not going to gamble on them. And then you got the Eagles November 5th as well. That's, that's, not, that's not very good. All four of those games. By the way, at Philly, that's fucking rough. It's like you're coming off of like back to back to back to back hard game hard game hard game hard game so and they just don't get a, be- a break in between any of them and they're on multiple primetime games as well so it's just it's just nightmares for the Cowboys then they get if you can call it an easy stretch in the bottom 8 games you get the Giants again I don't think the Giants are better than the Cowboys Panthers Commanders Commanders, even though they beat the Cowboys last year, overrated football team. Commanders on Thanksgiving, by the way. Seattle. If Dallas can get out of that like rough part of their schedule in October and early November where they're going up against the 49ers, Chargers, Rams, and Eagles, and if they can get through that and if they can get like three games, Christ, that would be awesome for them. Oh, my goodness. But we'll see what happens. But um, after that, they kind of have this nice, easy four-week schedule, or as easy as you can get it. And then they finish off the season in Dallas against Philly on December 10th. Then you get the Bills versus the Dallas Cowboys in Buffalo. Dolphins versus Dallas. Yikes. In Miami, by the way. Lions at Cowboys. And then they finish off the season for like the third or fourth year in a row on the road again in the commander. So Dallas has a really hard schedule. It's a legit schedule. It's not going to be like a bunch of cupcakes and Dallas will have a very, very interesting perspective because for about, I mean, it's like one month, they're just going to be in a fight for their life in October. And they're just going to be facing off against literally some of the best teams in the NFL. And then in November, it's kind of like, man, then back in December, they're like practically going to be in playoff mode uh, for, until they get eliminated from the playoffs, which you hope isn't until like February, but we'll see what happens. Weird thing that the NFL did was they put the Lions versus the Chiefs on as the season opener, which I don't really understand or get at all. It's like I don't think when people think of a season opener, they they get excited about the Lions versus the Chiefs, but Lions wanted it. They wanted more attention. They wanted more focus they freaking got it do i agree with this do i like this on thursday night no of course not I, you want to you want to know what i would have preferred eagles versus chiefs opening night rematch of the super bowl the nfl probably didn't want to blow their load in that regard but i don't i don't really care it's like the whole purpose and the whole point is to cause excitement you know for the league and lions versus chiefs is like one of the weakest games To me, ever. One of the weakest matchups ever when it comes to indoctrinating people into the 2023 season, at least in my opinion. It's pretty weak. But not just my opinion. Not a huge Lions or Chiefs type of guy. Or Lions versus the Chiefs type of guy. Love the Chiefs. Not a huge Lions guy.
1: Let me pull up some of the other. Let me pull up something else here.
0: I'm going to look at the Chiefs full-on schedule. We'll talk about the Eagles a little bit and the 49ers here. Chiefs, they go up against the Lions, Jags, Bears, Jets. I mean, that's like two, three wins there. You know what? what I'm interested in? Hold on. Let me look up. Which schedule What was I trying to look up? Oh, yeah, the 49ers. Hold on. Let me talk about the 49ers. I, I think the Chiefs are like, I, without even looking at their schedule, I feel like they're going to win like 10-plus games. They're probably going to go 4-2 in their division. I don't need to look at their schedule. I think the interesting thing is going to be the 49ers here, right? The 49ers and the Eagles. And speaking of the Eagles,
1: Bad news for Jalen Carter.
0: Jalen Carter is being sued by, I think, one of the victims of the fatal car crash that happened about three, it's May, so four months ago. Fatal car crash happened in January, where apparently, and now it gets reported that his license, his license being Jalen Carter's license is now suspended or was suspended when he had the crash, which isn't good either. But Jalen Carter licenses, uh, his license was suspended. That's not good. And then the father is suing. uh, It's Dave Whitlock Sr. He's seeking $40 million in a case. this week the the suit and I'm reading a tweet here the suit alleges wrongful death negligence and negligent hiring because apparently allegedly one of the people in the car was uh was like a scout and the scout was drunk as well and so she also died as well because she was you know she was intoxicated and she was driving while drunk so none of this is good and I mean I'll be honest Dude could have probably killed himself. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't that far away from a fatal car accident in a fatal car crash. And so for Jalen to kind of get off with little to no injuries is a bit insane, but also to still be, you know, capable and able of fulfilling his career is also kind of like... Insane as well, and we'll we'll kind of see what happens there. But going back to the 49ers, right? Wanted to talk about the 49ers because the 49ers are such an interesting team. Because the 49ers are just inept at quarter at quarterback when it comes to their health. Like nobody can stay healthy, nobody can play longer than you know X amount of games. For Jimmy, it was uh maybe eight or nine. For Trey, I mean it's been like two or three. And now Brock, he played like eight or nine games as well. He freaking tears the elbow meat off of his bone. And it's just like, that is a, not a good thing that we got dudes for the 49ers just consistently being injured. And I think that it's more bad luck than whatever is going on organizationally within the San Francisco 49ers. But at the exact same time, it's it just...
1: What is going on? I'm getting like Mark Jackson. Oh, Mark Jackson.
0: There, let me pause about the 49ers here and let me hit this thing with Mark Jackson. So there is this, there is this weird report that came out and nobody could figure out who it was. But let me, hold on, let me plug in my computer, computer first, hold on. Sorry about that, but there is this report that came out that said that a NBA voter, MVP voter, this is like a guy that votes on things the NBA and things There was this report that came out that an MV, that a voter for the NBA in all these accolades did not vote for Nikola Jokic to win the MVP and it's kind of in like in the report the statement that Mark and it's Mark Jackson of course he's such an idiot Oh my God! And ESPN had all the games, which is why I'm only watching Sports Center right now. It's because it's like it's one o'clock in the morning and Sports Center is on. But it's just like, of course, it comes from Mark Jackson, the fucking moron. But I'm like reading his statement right now because because uh, it's it's at the bottom of my screen. Apparently, he voted for one center, two forwards, and two guards.
1: And then he said, "I wasn't even thinking."
0: So, the one center was obviously Joel Embiid. The two guards probably were, what, like Steph Curry, De'Aaron Fox, and the two forwards? I'm trying to think of, like, the forwards. Maybe LeBron, probably not LeBron. Giannis, maybe. Then, I don't know. My, my brain is tired. I'm not going to think too hard. I mean, there should be, like, two or three centers, potentially. Even had Jackson included, even had Jackson included Jokic, Joel Embiid would have won the MVP. And so that's like a part of the MVP, not the MVP, but that's a part of like the, the ESPN statement to try and cover uh, their boy, you know? They they were just like, even if Mark Jackson had voted for MVP for Jokic, Joel Embiid still would have won it. And it's just like, well, it's not that Joel Embiid would have won, nuts. it's that one of the MVP voters didn't put one of the best basketball players and Jokic on the fucking thing, on the fucking ballot, which he deserved to be on the ballot, didn't deserve to win, but at the very least. If we're going to do this, you know what I hate? I hate how now we do like 80 bajillion, we do like first, second, and third, fourth, fifth place for MVP voting. I think that's stupid. I think that gives way too many people way too many outs, and you got dumb motherfuckers like this being like, I wasn't even thinking. And it's just like, well, maybe you should because... You have the actual ability to change the course of history in the league. So I would I would have preferred it. And the NFL now does this because of course they had to follow the the NBA. But the NFL now is like we'll have first, second, third, fourth, fifth place places for MVPs. And it's just like nobody cares. Just say who you think the best player in the league is. It should not be so consistently like unanimous. I like as cool as that is to have like a unanimous MVP. At the exact same time, it's kind of dumb to me. I don't like it. Should be it, there should be more names in the hat. In this regard, Mark Jackson is too stupid to recognize the name that should have been in the hat as well. But oh man, the more I learn about Mark Jackson, the more I'm like, oh, you should never have been a head coach to begin with, or you should never be a head coach ever again. And then it's like, you want to know the thing that kind of annoys me about Mark Jackson and the whole. His whole persona non grata, and people are, are still like pounding the table, like put him in a put him in a freaking team, give him a team, da 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 da. And it's just like pause. Bro had Steph and K- and Clay at their peak, at their fucking peak. A year or two later, Steve Kerr is winning championships with him, but Mark Jackson like barely gets into the NBA Finals. Like the offense that they run, the offense that's like broken the NBA is the Steve Kerr offense or it's one of his assistants or whomever. It's certainly not Mark Jackson's for damn sure. I mean, listening to that guy talk about football, Jesus, not football, basketball. It's like, Oh God.
1: Ridiculous. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. (sighs) All right, I'm exhausted today. What else should I talk about? Anything else I got to say?
0: Uh, oh Yeah, I was talking about the 49ers. I won't talk about the schedule. I'll just kind of talk about the 49ers as a whole. And the reason why I won't talk about the 49ers is I don't know who their quarterback is and I don't know what I'm getting. 49ers are at an interesting place where, once again, they have a quarterback or group of quarterbacks who just cannot stay healthy for whatever reason. And I don't know if Brock is the guy. I don't know if Trey Lance is the guy. I I don't know. But it's obvious that the 49ers are just consistently in the worst situation with their quarterbacks because they just Because they're just not, they're just hurt all the fucking time. And the 49ers, they're close, man. They're close to winning a championship. They're close to winning a Super Bowl. They got Javon Hargrave. They got Nick Bosa. They're going to have to pay him next year. They got all these great football players. but And I mean, some of their best players like Nick Bosa, uh, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, whoever their quarterback will be. All these guys are in true problems. And it's just like it's just it's just a shock
1: how injury prone these guys are, and you kind of wonder like how long, sorry,
0: how long um, can can the can this team's like can these team's star stars remain kind of in their prime? You know, that's kind of my question for it. But, man, to think that they also had DeForest Buckner, who's like one of the best defensive tackles in the league, to think that they had him as well with Nick Bosa is
1: like, it's insane. Anyways, I'm peacing out. I'm exhausted. Oh, gosh.
0: I will see you tomorrow. We will talk about J. Cole. Or something else. I'm just so tired.
1: I'll see you tomorrow. Twenty fours podcast.